You're listening to Around Comics, episode 252, brought to you by InStockTrades.com and Netflix. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week a revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. And Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you are in the area, please drop by. Hey there, folks. Christopher Neesman here. Let's get you introduced to this week's panel. Uh, first of all, as always, Mr. Tom Caters, the 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 newly married Tom yeah. Caters. Congratulations. Jeez, congratulations. Can you see how beat down I am? You already look like a defeated man. I got this humpback. It's just beginning. I'm lum- it, limping around. It's like Papillon. You'll be eating <laughs> bugs off the wall pretty soon. So, Chris, we got to hurry up tonight. I have to be home by 9. I have to. <laughs> it's dark. I, I have to get, get rid of all my comics. I got to get home. And uh, and our special guest this week, as our uh, uh, rolling on towards Windy City continues with a, a whole list of Windy City Comic Con guests, uh, we now have Mr. Sal Abinati. Thank you. Nice Welcome back. Here. Nice to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. You know, no it, it, always it, appreciate it. It's the it's the the toughest thing is because we get so many requests to have you back on the show. And and so we know that uh, that the you know we have to give it to them in small doses. Okay, uh, you know it's I I understand. You know you have to you have to keep it special, but uh, you know you know that you always have a seat here. So Thank you. Uh, you t- are, I told you before. Just 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 and anytime you need me, just you know, just let me know. I live uh, twenty minutes away. I know. I know where to find you now. You're that, out there. I, I know what suburb you live in. So that's, we can. That's right. We'll track you. Know, you got to do lunch with us one one of these days. Just you let know? me know. That's a I work out not too long or uh, too far from you. So, uh, so you guys I, have like a comic get together or are they? No, no, just yeah, we'll just go out and break some bread. Don't okay, go, good. don't go. No. He's gonna do something weird. Well, <laughs> it's a trap. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it you turn around and are taking Polaroids? Well, yeah, you, you, gotta, uh, you know, uh, make sure it's a public place where a lot of people can see you. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know where uh, where Jimmy's is on Madison, right there sure. in uh, Forest Park. We'll, yeah. go, we'll go to Jimmy's one day. Oh yeah, I like okay. Jimmy's. I like yeah, Jimmy's. Yeah, it is. It's very good. That's uh, it's right up the street from where uh, where Sal and I uh, Sal and I work. Uh, before we get too uh, too much deeper in here, I want to remind everyone that this episode of Around Comics is brought to you as always by InStockTrades.com. We're waiting for the trade. Has never been easier. InStock Trades offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStock Trades is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more, all at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over fifty dollars do in fact ship for free right now you can pick up our book club selection uh tom hand selected the jla avengers and uh, that is available at in stock trades for a fantastic 47 percent off the cover price it can be yours for only ten dollars and 59 cents and uh, also you can go to the the other section of in stock trades and order the first atomica trade there yes 
They have, That's right. Uh, I think yeah. they've moved a, a, a couple truckloads of Atomica trades for you. They have. They're good guys. They yeah. are good. good We're going actually going back to print on it because uh, nice. I had just planned on printing it, and then when I was done, I was just going to move on. But uh, we've gotten a lot of requests for it, so I'm going to go back to. Fantastic, and I think uh, I think the guys down at. Uh, uh, they're in Fort Wayne is where the, the DCBS and in-stock trade store is. They're going to have uh, a show in May of next year. And uh, and so uh, I'm sure that they will contact you about sure. uh, about being there. But I know uh, Mike Norton and uh, Steve Bryant, I believe Robert Atkins. I've, I've, I'll have to dig up the the list, but it's going to be a uh, a nice little convention, kind of in the vein of Windy City Comic Con. Sure. So, for the so they're biting our style. They are biting our style. You hear me, Zach? Ben, yeah. we're calling you out. Except it's in Fort Wayne, so yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think you. I think you'll be. I think you'll be absolutely shocked at how successful that show is because the Fort Wayne market there. Yeah. Not not huge. But there's about two hundred fifty thousand people uh, in in that area, and I think that a lot of people will uh, will, will kind of gravitate towards that. They're desperate for entertainment. In desperate, Indiana. Absolutely yeah. desperate for entertainment. You guys, Fort are, Wayne. I mean, realistically, you guys are going to have to. I mean, no offense to the what you're doing now, but you're going to have to get a bigger space next year. You know, I've had more guys yeah. ask me, you know, hardline pros that just can't get in. I mean, and it's not even just based on, well, first of all, most of these guys scratch their ass and wait till 11th hour to go, Hey, you know, <laughs> I want a table. And it's like, well, guys, I told you six months ago and you act like share, you know, like, Oh, I can't commit to anything that far in advance. And I might I'm like, be busy. Well, yeah, I'm like, busy with what? I mean, you don't have any any lives? Just, just yes or no. I mean, you want to do it or not? I mean, Get on a plane. You're not going to yeah. be doing surgery that weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, just say okay. You know, you guys are like those 14 year old queefs in high school. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Just. Fuck, get out of the car. You know, that, it, you know we're it, at the Norwich already. It's the best problem to have, and I don't want to make this entire episode a, 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 a Windy City Comic-Con preview, which, you know, we will go over some of that stuff a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's the best problem to have is that the show has all of a sudden in a year become so successful yeah. that, that we have to seriously consider yeah. a bigger space, a two-day show, that kind of stuff, yep. and uh, you know, it's uh, the the amount of support that's you know come out of the Chicago area is really awesome, and yeah. not just from you know just people, but the the creators. I mean, Mike Norton just walked in, and Mike's been um, you know really giving of his time to to make sure that, uh, that he's going to be there, and you've been mm-hmm. you've been great, and you know, there's just you know, I st- if, if I would start going through the list, Tom would hit me with a beer oh, bottle God, because he hates God. lists, but um, we've yeah. got we've got 85 creators there this year, yeah, no, and for for a show. That size, I mean, it is, and the an word of mouth, just, and more yeah. importantly, the word of mouth that I get from the outsiders is always tremendous. Yeah. And I mean, I did Mocha this year in June, and Mocha went in the other direction. Mocha was at the at the Puck Building, which was a great location. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the problem with Mocha is that one, they they hide behind this not for profit bullshit all the time, which is fine because they're the Museum of Comic and Cartoon Art in New York, and I couldn't be a bigger supporter i mean i've i've done gigs with them a couple different times where we hit art shows and things just to raise money but they were in the puck building and it was a great location for a lot of years and they were clearly bursting at the seams and then they moved it to the armory 
up on Lexington and say 53rd, and it was just an absolute shitstorm this year in a bad way. They too too many people. No, or? no, they hadn't they hadn't put out enough info. They hadn't you know little things like hanging signs. It was there was it was like a, a sauna and it was a thousand degrees, and it was just poorly run. And I was like, guys, you know, there's there's a lot of things you could have done better that didn't cost any money. Yeah, just if you know, but yet. Sometimes you get that, oh, we're not for profit. Like, well, that's, that's, sometimes that's just a cop out yeah. for not doing your job well. And I said, you know, you don't want to lose momentum with a good show like this. You know, you got to. And, and Mocha's I, got a great name. I've done Mocha for, for 10 years and I love it. I mean, and I go out there on my own, I would do it on my own dime, you know, which I do anyway. They don't give me anything for free. And I just love the whole independent scene in yep. New York. And your show has that same feel to it. But you guys are going in the in the positive direction. And unfortunately, I think Moe was going in the other way. Because there's a lot of creators that were really pissed this year what happened. It, it, it's real easy to, whenever you put these things together, uh, a couple bad decisions can really throw you off in, in the wrong direction. And, you know, as, as we look at it, it it's, it's, it's really basic. It's really simple that as long as you are celebrating comics and having fun and not trying to squeeze every single dollar you can yeah. out of the entire yeah. event. You got to get off your ass yeah. too. Well, you know, it, we were thinking about it. don't want to get off their ass. Just like the podcast. And this really came out of the podcast as far as us getting to know people like you and, and mm -hmm. a bunch of the creators there is that you know, 15 years ago, we couldn't have done anything like around comics. 15 years ago, 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, we would never have a chance at doing something like Windy City because there's no way to promote it on yeah. the type of budget that we have. But with social networking, yeah. you know, and you know, Facebook and MySpace and Twitter and 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 the podcast, you can't escape. You can't escape it. You can't escape it. It will run yeah, you down. It will run it you will, down. Yeah. So it's yeah, like so a wolf. Yeah. It, it, it's really uh, it's really a neat time to be able to do things like that. And I love that the little guy can all of a sudden be just as visible and and matter just as much yeah. as a lot of the larger shows and and i love larger shows i love going to new york and you know even wizard chicago wasn't wasn't a waste this year i thought that kind of by mistake they had a very good show this year and i think c2e2 is going to be a great show yeah. but there's something to be said for Picking the things that you really like out of a show, a really good artist alley, uh, really good panels, stuff like that, and yeah. putting in a smaller and, and more intimate vibe. So that's kind of what we're going for there. So there's there's your promotion for uh, for Windy City. Um, there you go. Sal, you're going to be there. Yep. And what should people uh, what should people come up to you if, if they're coming to the show and and ask for are you going to have any new product got, there? Yeah, actually, we did the relaunch with Atomica a few months ago through Diamond mm -hmm. and uh, with issue nine and ten and eleven and um, ten just came out. It's um, at the stands. It's a with the Travis Jarris cover, and um, we're doing an Atomica sketchbook now. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a lot of new stuff to show. And Very I'm, cool. And I'm, you know, I do sketches for anybody that asks or cares if you know they want to see their characters look like they would if you were on acid you know I'll do for you. <laughs> well you're um, going to be sitting next to to jeff darrow so there'll be a little bit of a uh, little bit of competition for who can uh, do the most whacked out whacked out stuff yeah well jeff is jeff's a good guy i mean i i i know him just from like i think 
we know the same people, but mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not one of those star fuckers that's like, yeah, Jeff and I hang out. And <laughs> pick out curtains and buy Tupperware. We just kind of... Well, him, yeah, you, you never know where he is. He could be living in Japan for well, a year yeah. or living in... You know, He's just America. wandering the earth. He does. Yeah. I think Jeff Darrow does does wander the earth. But uh, no, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be cool. But uh, congrats, be show. congratulations on uh, on the, the successful relaunch of Atomica. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited about uh, finishing up the series and and doing an. I got um in the works of putting the annual together, which is um called USSA. It's under the same Atomica mm-hmm. banner, but it's uh basically how Atomica in the U.S. went at it, and it's kind of a. It was a story I wanted to incorporate into the God Is Red story arc, but I just thought it was a little too big to squeeze it in. So I wanted to you know do something a little more. More ambitious with you know how the United States in this else world kind of thing lost the the Soviet Union. So. Nice, and you know it's cool that you can. I mean, you don't have an editor breathing down your neck, so you can you can take as as long or as short a time to tell the story as you want to. And well, yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's the upside. The downside is that you got to constantly. You, you know, you have to be the den mother and yell at people like my colorist and, you know, people that, you know, you got to. Who colors it? This is it's great colors. It's Italian. Yeah, he's an Italian guy. He's a big, <laughs> big Marvel guy, uh, Simone Peruzzi. He's a tremendously okay. talented guy and he does all the, the uh, Wolverine, just uh, the Xbooks and Wolverine at Marvel. And um, he's great. He's just that uh, we, he, sometimes because I'm the indie title, I get pushed to the back oh, of the sure. line. But hey, you know. I'm used to it. Does he, does he color Simone's stuff? He still colors some. Some I think he's yeah. He, Simone's on uh, finishing up his run on X Men and he's doing that for him. But uh, you know, and I understand he gets more exposure with the Marvel books. But you know, hey, the check's still clear. Yep. yep so yeah. You know, I mean, and I'm. And what what do they What do they spend in Italy? Yeah, on on books or just no? Just what, what's, or, no, what's the, the form of currency? Le, le, is it the lira? The, the, the lira? lira? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, over there, they pretty much don't spend any money because they don't work. <laughs> it's, it's the Dolce Vita all the time, <laughs> which is Italian for I like to sit around and scratch my ass all day instead of working. I was know? gonna. There's a there's a, a, a new new comic book creator, not a new comic book creator, but a guy that has moved here recently to the Chicago area, Christian Alame, who is uh, Doug. Doug Monkey's uh, inker on uh, on Green Lantern, and uh, Christian is is French. He's French born, but he lived in uh, even in, worse. Uh, and, and I was uh, I was really going to try and have Christian here, so so you and uh, Christian could go out about you know how much you hate foreigners, even I though you know, employ hate, all of them. No, no, I don't. I didn't see. No, I don't. Now you're I don't putting hate, words in his mouth. I don't hate foreigners. Sal, would you like would you like me to roll back the tape? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't say I hated foreigners because a lot of my friends are foreigners. I say that I just think that American. You don't have to be. For Europe to do good comic work and now especially with Vertigo and with DC and especially Marvel if you if you're not from England or you're not from France or Italy they don't seem to think you're any good and I think that's bullshit I think you ever try and wing it with your last name so, no, it's just it, they don't. It's I'm telling no, you, it's, it's no, it's chic. They try to act all chic and oh, you know, the French guys have a different perspective. It's like that's bullshit. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, it, it, uh, what's wrong with American guys? I say that you know, I'm like a, a, a buy American first type of guy. No, I, I mean, I'm, and Italians are the same way. They're biased with their Italians and mm-hmm. the French. Come on, who's more biased towards French than the French guys? They they want their own French, and I want to see more American guys in comics. That's just you know, growing up, every guy, every creator was American. Osama and Kirby. We didn't need to go to Italy to get any of those jagoffs. So you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they don't do good work. 
I'm just saying that you know well, what? What do you see? Have Bo and and, and uh, the French have a different perspective on giant robots. Yeah, it's just, that's total <laughs> horseshit. They don't have robots over there. They, they have you know quiche and bullshit and the Eiffel Tower. And I'm like sauces and that's it. Comic book is an American medium. It's like soap opera. Thank you. It's an yeah. American medium, and it should. I just say it's like baseball. I think it's exactly. I, I've said I've said for for uh, as long as I've kind of researched it and be been aware of it that there are there are three great uh inclusions into modern culture that that the united states is responsible for and that's baseball yeah. jazz and the american comic book yeah those, those things are, are purely saying. american and i'm just I'm, I'm i'm just you know i'm i'm selfish about saying we should have more americans in comics well as, as you get out there on the convention circuit or just in, in your day-to-day life and and it, on top of being a creator you're an art rep and and you're 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 very involved you don't talk about it a whole lot but you're very involved in the comic book community at large you're you you stay you have your finger on the pulse of what's going on. What do you see out there with new, and you know, we'll say new American comic book creators are coming up? Do you see anything that's exciting you or trends or, or certain creators that you're excited about? I, you know, I, I, I try to buy as much indie stuff as I can. Yeah. My take on comics is when I go to a comic store, if it looks cool, I'll buy it. I don't really concern myself with the titles or what's going on with. I I, I don't get into the characters nearly as much as I did growing up. And that's I just okay. I'm more art driven now. If I see a book that looks cool, I'll buy it. And I think that um, there's a lot of stuff out there that people just rave about that I run and I grab and I just don't think it's very good. And then there's some stuff that I see that nobody sees that I think is tremendous. And I think people should give more books a chance based off of just, you know, the what it looks like versus like, oh, I want to see if, if Submariner is, is cornholing in, in Atlanta this year. <laughs> a, lot of people get, you know? a lot of people get hung up on like, oh, I can't buy this because yeah. for whatever reason I don't like you know this character some sort of like weird hangover right. from like right. really something like a kid would think like I don't like this so mm-hmm. I don't that's like great. just like I don't like steak you know well, I don't no, like that's, that's how uh, it is no yeah. that's how it can be with, with guys where they get because like, comic journals will tell you there's a lot of putting out an indie book there's a lot of comic journals that'll tell you right right to your face we don't buy indie titles yeah. Yeah. they do Marvel they do DC and they don't even go they barely scratch the surface of it. well no what they're telling you is that we don't want to sell indie titles yeah. we don't want to put the work in Trying to sell someone on something, and I understand it's sure. hard. Well, it's it's an old business model, and and that's and that's something that's going to change. We're going to talk about that a little yeah. bit more in depth here in a little bit. But I, I just handed you a book um, talking about um, new, um, and, and I'm going to call it North American because I think this guy was actually from Canada. Oh, um, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, folks that folks Sneaky. that folks that have uh, been reading Elephant Man, there was uh, one of the one of the last story arcs had an artist named Marion Churchland, and she has a really nice, um, not painted style, but it, it's 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 an, it's just penciled. It, it's not inked. It's it's very, I don't want to call it art student, but it has a very um, a, a very nice and almost fragile feel to the art. Which I thought was an interesting mix with Elephant Man, but the the fine folks at Image sent me a preview of her upcoming graphic novel called um, The Beast, yeah, or it's maybe it's just called Beast, and it's by Marion Churchland, and really really nice stuff, especially keeping in mind that it's from Image, and and it's one of the nice things that I've noticed about Image over the last you know five ten years that they have really expanded their their base of comics, and you mm-hmm. can find. This could very easily have been a top shelf book or a fanographics book sure. or, or, you know, uh, 
whatever, you know, picture box, whatever. Yeah. But it's nice that it's coming out from image and uh, it's 152 pages. But to see uh, a North American artist that would normally be relegated to the, the, the real small press independent comic book publishers to see him coming out with stuff from uh from active images sure. and, and and image is really a breath of fresh air and i, I talk a lot about the, the the tribal um loyalty that comic book fans have yeah. to different companies sure. and and oh, it's like cigarettes yeah. i understand there's a lot of brand loyalty what's your and, brand and mm-hmm. that and that you know they because i grew up a marvel guy but i also you know, started to dabble into DC as a mm-hmm. kid because I just saw that there were cool characters there. Sure. I liked Gil Kane. I liked Hubert, uh, Joe Kubert, and, and a lot of the artists that were there too. So, especially when Kirby went over and did the Fourth World stuff and the Demon and all that, to me it was more about just hey, you know, give other stuff a chance and take a look at all of it. Although I understand that people are driven by their characters mm-hmm. and by their companies, but some people are. But I think that's starting to break down a little bit, and and I'm really happy. You know, one of the things that I love about the podcast, and and I almost am ashamed of this, is that I grew up as a Marvel guy, yeah. and whenever we started doing the podcast, that's really what I read. I branched out and read a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But um, Tom really opened up my eyes to that. You know what, the DC is it's not impenetrable. You can jump right in and yeah. have fun. You were like with a child. You were like a child's Chris that I had to yes. take by the hand just to just to try DC, just like <laughs> the, the other Coming giant up. company. Chris, well, problem, it's Green Lantern. Try it. It's not problem, gonna hurt you. Yeah. Well, the problem too can also be that, that you know if you got a store owner like I remember when you know as an example when Hellboy first came out, mm-hmm. you know the word of mouth amongst the comic creators was wow Hellboy's really good. You should check this book out. And yet you'd go to stores and. They didn't have it because the, the store owner would order, you know, 10 or yeah. he'd order a dozen or whatever. What's so, a dark horse? So a lot of, yeah, a lot <laughs> yeah. of times, you know, even if there are books, store owners, I mean, it, again, it's business. I understand mm-hmm. if it's not like, you know, uh, Diamond has the return policy that they used to have. They used to have the 50 percent return policy where if you don't sell it, you get you know a certain amount of credit. Whereas now if you don't sell it, you have to eat it. Yep. But yet a lot of guys now, even with Atomico, I mean, I would say probably the more majority say, hey, we're waiting for the trade. Because the store owners just don't order enough of the the, the individual monthlies. I, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's much more cost effective. You should have just did it as a trade, as yeah, it's two trades. But uh, being an old school guy, I like the monthly textile kind of, you know, experience of having that monthly book and having the comic in your mm-hmm. hand versus just a trade where I know it's an easier read and I know that's the direction a lot of, of fans go, especially with indie titles. Is sure. They're waiting for the trade. Because it's like, hey, I got issue two and three, but I missed four. Or I, you know, I couldn't get a hold of seven, and you know, it was that kind of thing. So it's to some degree that that's why when I go in a store, I really don't. I try to f- not pay attention anymore who puts the book out. I'll just look, and if it looks cool, I'll grab it. We've got we've got some plans to talk to uh, uh, David Steinberger from uh, Comicsology here in just a minute. Um, before we do, I want to talk to you a little bit about. Uh, digital comics and and that's kind of coming off of that is that mm-hmm. you know people uh may wait for the trade sure. and and not buy the singles but now i think we're we're coming to a very interesting time in comics where it's like you know what i may drop a dollar an issue on the sure. digital downloadable comic yeah. and then whenever it's you know say it's a six issue series i'll drop six bucks on those for the digitals and then whenever the trade comes out i'll just add that to my bookshelf um i think that Atomica is a 
perfect book for that model? Have you have you thought about that? Uh, yeah, a little intention? bit. It's yeah. harder because a, a, a lot with a lot of atomic, I tried to I followed a model of a of a you know I went at the compositions in a selfish way where I did a mm-hmm. lot of Kirby stuff. I wanted to do a lot of double page spreads and a lot of bigger panels. That's hard on an iPhone. It's hard it's, on a computer yeah, screen. Yeah, and, and a lot of, I had a few people a few of these I these these comic these app, people. <laughs> no, these comic and I think it's a necessary thing. It's coming. It's coming. Nowadays yeah, with it's comics, yeah. I think you should you should you know look into marketing your book any way you possibly can now. I mean, a lot of guys who will you know deny it at this point when the internet first started, I thought it was a it was a, a necessary. I mean, it was like a vital thing to have a website and to have your book <laughs> online. And a lot of guys are like, "Oh, it's just a fad, and nobody needs it." <laughs> but with comics now, you got to pimp it any way you can. Yeah. And if, if there's a lot of people that, especially, are traveling or they're on the the train in the morning or whatever, or kids at school and they need their, you know, they're crazy with their apps. I think it's great. Any yeah. way you can get the book in, under people's noses, I think I, is important. I look at a book like Chew. Have you mm-hmm. have you read Chew? No. You, have you heard about this yeah, book? Okay. I have, yeah. It goes bonkers out, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, it's yeah. like four sellouts. I think they're yeah. on their fifth printing of this book. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a book called Chew. It's a, it's about a guy who who a detective that that eats food and 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 gets you know like you know sensory uh, you know. Uh, Empathy. He knows everything that's you know, that, that's happened to including whatever. Including when he eats a corpse, <laughs> which is an awesome but concept. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds like a good five six thousand title a month book. Yeah, they're on their fifth printing or something right now. That's a book that can you imagine if if that was if there was uh, you know an infrastructure that was set up to deliver digital comics sure. like yeah they may have sold out those you know those five or ten or however many yeah. thousand copies. God, how many dollar downloads of that could they have sold? Yeah. Twenty, maybe thirty thousand yeah. of people that just see that on the internet and go, "Oh yeah, I'll try that out." Well, so you know that that it, because because digital downloads never run out. You never run out of, yeah. of digital paper. Yeah. You got to you know? be careful though, because the the um, the digital downloads are a lot like foreign um, publishers. You'll get a lot of these guys that that just work the shows that go table to table mm-hmm. and ask, "Hey, I got because there's, I mean, there has got to be off the top of my head, fifty companies now that approach you oh, sure. for comic apps, and show you know, show me somebody that ever saw a check because a lot of it by the time you go through, they 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 squeak it through their creative accounting. Yeah, you're never going to see any money. It's the same way with when foreign publishers approach you and say, "Hey, we'd love to see Atomica in you know Swahili or Fran- you know, in France <laughs> yeah. and Italian." Yeah. Huge, I think be huge it, in Sweden. I think it's great. No, I think we're going to pay uh, you in chicken feet. I, no, no, you, <laughs> I think you should do that because I think it's important to get the stuff to other countries and get as again as many people to see it as possible. But well, I tell you what, what's um, good luck getting paid. Is all I, I'm I saying. think I think you have some questions that that David has probably not been asked before and uh, uh, he did a, a nice lengthy talk on uh, Comic Geek Speak which you are a regular guest on so um, so let's go ahead and, uh, and give David a call here. This portion of Around Comics is brought to you by Netflix. Right now you can start a free two week trial by going to www.netflix.com forward slash around comics. At Netflix, you'll find over 100,000 titles to choose from, including classics and new releases, as well as TV series. Plans start from as low as $4.99 per month, and you can keep each movie as long as you want with no wait fees ever. 
Netflix has free shipping both ways, and you can expect your next selection to be delivered in about one business day. Now watch some movies and TV series over the internet for no extra charge. I use this service with my Xbox 360 and personal laptop and love it. So head over to www.netflix.com forward slash around comics and get started with your free trial today. And we are happy to be joined by Mr. David Steinberger from uh, Comixology and the the Comics app. If you are a, an iPhone user, David, how you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How about you? All right, great to have you on. We've uh, um, we're doing our, our kind of Windy City Comic Con uh, preview episode and working in some uh, some talk on digital comics and distribution and all that stuff. We're kind of all over the place. It's like, an, it's like an infomercial. It is. It's a, it's a big comic infomercial. Get the claps, <laughs> everyone! Clap, clap. I think it's more of a love fest. I think really. Yeah. yeah. But uh, want to thank you. You've been a you've been a part of uh, Windy City Comic Con uh, with us in the past. So thank you for that. And uh, wanted, yep, wanted to, wanted to make sure to get you on talk about uh, some of these awesome mobile apps. I am an iPhone uh, owner, and I've got your products all over my mobile device. And I want to start real quickly um, with one that that I, I don't think gets enough play, and that is the uh, the Comicsology app, which is an amazing tool for uh, putting your your pull list right onto your mobile device, and it syncs right with your website. Uh, you are probably much better and more eloquent about talking about the Comixology iPhone app than I am. So you plug your phone into can, your can computer. You, <laughs> can, can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about about the uh, the Comixology website and how that works with the Comixology iPhone app? Yeah, sure. Uh, the Comixology website. The, the reason we put it together is because uh, the founders of the company were getting in the comic book store on Wednesday and not knowing what they were supposed to be looking for uh, because there's so many books that come out and so many changes in in uh, scheduling and uh, and when books are going to arrive. Uh, and at the time, there was no good place to get all that information in, in, on one site. Um, and so we created that, and we created the virtual pull list so people would get a reminder on Wednesday when the book was actually arriving in the store. Um, that's turned into both the iPhone app. Well, I should say we have a lot of things that kind of surround uh, that function. Tons of previews, um, some social tools, Lots of good columns, a great weekly uh, creator interview podcast, and all of that stuff, um, all of those materials plus the pull list service migrated itself onto this iPhone app. So mm -hmm. through the iPhone app, you can do anything uh, you can do on the site. You can uh, listen to the podcast. You can check what's coming out in the next week. You can look at your pull list. Uh, and it works both on the iPhone and the iPod Touch. We actually cache all the data, uh, store all the data onto the device so that you can bring that up even if you don't have a, an Internet connection when you get to your store. Yeah, what, what I love about it is that I can, uh, I can do my pull list on your website and then my phone will sync to that, or I can do my pull list on my iPhone whenever I'm waiting for an appointment or you know have some time to kill, and it syncs right to the website, and so I can you know there's no yeah. gap in between that. So that's well, without that nice. app with your whiskey-addled mind, you <laughs> would just leave the comic shop with five <laughs> copies of like the newest Archie comic, yeah. and that would be it. Like I didn't know anything else came out. I forgot. Yeah. It has it has back, back issues. It has <laughs> it has literally saved. 
me from forgetting about picking something up. So I have a copy of Chew Number One, which I can oh. eBay at any moment for fifty dollars, and that is all because of you, sir. <laughs> well, it's great. You know, I should mention. Uh, it would be a shame for me not to mention that. Starting this past February, we started selling um, retailer services. So a lot of retailers, you can actually pull on the phone or on the website and pick up at the store, for, uh, you know, right out of your box. So that's really a great tool uh, for retailers as well. We, we've heard from a lot of them that they sell a lot of books they had no idea they even had an audience for because people can go through the whole Diamond previews catalog, look at all the pictures, and, and find uh, the oddball comic that, that you know, the – shop owner wouldn't have necessarily put into stock uh, so that's been a really <laughs> nice success and <laughs> exactly you can add, add nice. atomic into that one weirdo, weirdo. <laughs> Real nice. weirdo well, comics you guys from uh from uh, the paper comics on the stands and and if anyone if anyone is looking for a mobile app for a pull list as an iphone now do you guys does it does it work on like a BlackBerry or other mobile devices? Or oh, you... yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, we just released it for the BlackBerry like two weeks ago. It's, nice. on, it's on the BlackBerry app world. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm an, yeah. I, I'm an iPhone guy, so that's where I, I start and stop when I look for apps like that. But, no, I know there's a lot of BlackBerry folks out there that, that Stop being so that. Apple-centric. I am an Apple-centric guy. Come on. You know, it's, that's how it is. But, you uh, um, you as, always, as, why are you picking up? <laughs> as we you, talk about uh, paper comics, you, you guys. Since you got married, you're picking up. <laughs> Yeah, Tom Chris, just. Tom, why do you Tom let just, him pick on you Tom, like this? Because I'm married. I'm used to getting picked yeah, on. Yeah, but come on. Yeah, you, you, you. There's no repercussions here. You can fight back. You know. Uh, like you, I said, I'm married. I'm used to being picked on okay. and hiding in the corner. You know how to you're, you're married. Yeah, but I am Italian. We fight. David, back, are you married? You know? Yes. You, you, you get picked. <laughs> Did you on? hear that that tone of his voice? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah yes. I, 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 you know, that's that's. Uh, that's information I'm not going to share with you guys. <laughs> oh, come on. Like, your wife listens to this. <laughs> yeah. sure, sure, there are some things I do that I, that, uh, that irritate my, uh, my wife. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've met you on a couple occasions. And once again, thank you for coming into Windy City last year. I was running around like a madman yeah. and, and didn't get a chance to really talk with you. But um, I, I want to know a little bit more about you. Are, you. are you a comic book fan or is this just something, is this like some crazy business venture you're in? I've never talked about uh, you as a fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. I uh, I grew up uh, buying comics all the way through the 80s and into the early 90s, like a lot of us, and then uh, just stopped because I was spending money on other things, and the comics kind of you know went through that period that just was uh, the publishers taking advantage of the consumer with all the number ones and platinum foil covers and all of that. Um, Rob and Liefeld? Then, <laughs> yeah. Rob Liefeld. And then in, uh, uh, and then in uh, 2000, I don't know, three or four, um, my parents told me to come get my collection from them. Uh, and I have a very small apartment. And so I was thinking about selling them. And I looked around the Internet, and at the time I couldn't find anything good to catalog the comics. So that's how this actually started for me. Now, one of the other partners had the problem that I was talking about that he was sick of not of going into the store, not knowing what he wanted to at least check out. Um, and so that was just really fortuitous because he'd already started building the software. We talked about doing some shareware and then, uh, I do actually have an MBA. So there is a business aspect to this, of course. And, uh, sure. I was getting my MBA at the time. We actually won the, uh, NYU Stern business plan competition with this, uh, this idea. And that's how we got started. Very cool. Very so, cool. And, and you know, I'm, I'm a bigger fan than ever now. 
uh, because of course we started with making with money. You uh, making money off it? I hope you're. I hope you're making money. Not wrong with making money. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah. Well, you know, that's the dream, right? I mean, it's amazing to even think that I'm doing this, but. Uh, it, but, uh, it, it did it work? You know, now, how always, how did you how did your? I mean, it was a great mo- a business model at NYU, but how did it work with the checks? Is what I want to know because NYU. <laughs> I, I was in college, and the minute you mention comics or anything comic related in college, it's like the it's the opposite of of like you know Viagra with women. <laughs> the works, anti, it, the well, it works in the. My wife doesn't even pretend to give a <laughs> shit about comics. She just gives me that long look now. Like, yeah, oh, it looks great. You know, like I like when I told yeah. my mother I wanted to be a pirate. She You'd go, oh, yeah, good for you. Yeah. Well, listen, anything that has a big market and can make money is, is sexy in business school. Yeah. No, okay. No, I'm just, I was wondering because NYU, you know, there's a lot of talent at NYU. So. <laughs> well, hey, he's married, yeah, well, you know, so I had to work something. Yeah. So, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, you are you are uh, you are coming out of the, uh, the 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 paper world of comics, and you are are jumping into this all of a sudden kind of crowded little pool of digital comics, and uh, jump yeah. uh, right into the uh, the iPhone app uh, comics, which uh, um, it makes me mad whenever you know you go to iTunes and you do a search for comic books. I'm used to you know around comics popping up you know right near the top, and now I got this fucking comics app. What? Which is is, uh, is, is jumping jumping right up there. And we're so, not making any fucking money. And we are not making any fucking money at this, David. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's free booze. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, that. we do have a good time. So tell us tell us about comics. Well, the idea has always been that we thought that there was a, a way to kind of make an ecosystem and, and, and place ourselves as a company in the in the center of an ecosystem of retailers, publishers, creators, and then and fans. Of course, we consider ourselves a consumer-facing company, but uh, we're doing a subscription service with retailers, and we're making these deals now with publishers to get their comics onto the iPhone into, into digital form. And uh, so it, it was always part of the business plan. Uh, it's a very natural way to go. Uh, we thought that there was an opportunity because there is some – experience now with uh we can all look back and see how music went through this change and went into digital um and we thought that there was an opportunity to to try to do it a little bit differently for comics and uh, support the retailers and connect people to to the to the passionate uh the passion that we understand uh comics to be so you mean not um, running around with your head cut off like no, a I'm chicken just, i'm just wondering <laughs> I just, like music I just, to- I don't i think he's the, he's the only guy that's ever put, connected ecosystem with comics ever <laughs> how he fit that word in when we're talking about comics he knows what I, he's doing i think it's fantastic you can tell he went to nyu because it's like <laughs> he's got it fuck, together who the fuck says ecosystem with comics I mean that that's fantastic. You made it work. Yeah, and it worked perfect. It was seamless. <laughs> I gotta remember that. I gotta use I gotta try to I've been trying to fit ecosystem into many conversations. I haven't been able to do it. Well now you know how. Now I know there how you know how. You set the online app. One of the things I've noticed about about comics as opposed to other um viewers is that you guys have this really nice way of of floating the panels around the screen to make it a little bit more of an organic experience. How did that come about? Yeah, well, we um, the way that the comics started to get put on the iPhone back in I guess November is when they really started hitting. And in 2008, the 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 way everybody and the way everybody still does it is by cutting up the page into these uh, widescreen panels. And of course, 
print comics, when you think about print comics, they do widescreen panels, they do tall panels, they do odd-shaped panels. There are all sorts of ways to do panels. And we thought it was a real shame that, that they had to get cut up and the storytelling had to get altered that way. And there was no sense of the whole page. Um, and Apple provides this great platform for us to, uh, to you know, actually uh, use some math. And, and what, we're, what the idea is, is that we're following the way your eye travels across the page so that the, the iPhone actually becomes kind of your eye. So you don't actually move it, but it, it moves as if the page is moving behind the phone to the next panel. And so it actually uh, it masks uh, the adjacent panels in colors, whether that's white for the background or black or whatever color happens to be on the page. Um, and then it's orientation aware so that you don't have to make quite as many compromises uh, because you can turn to the, the device uh, to make it uh, so you can really get a sense of that tall panel rather than just always having to cut that up into wide wide panels. And it really, what's really interesting is that there's this, there's a really big zoom effect on this. So, so because panels are bigger and smaller, we're actually zooming in on the page. And and, and sometimes uh, a great example is Astonishing Wolfman, number one, which is, is a free comic on the app. Um, on the second page, there's this, there's this point where you're zoomed way in. It's a full page splash. You're zoomed way in so you can read the text. And then it pulls back and it reveals this really dramatic moment. And it has almost a, a cinemagraphic feel uh, to it. And that's just, and that's something that I think that the artist actually did intend, um, although it, it comes across a little bit differently because we have to do it in such a way that it's readable. But it's a nice byproduct. Well, are you are you going to make it in for Windy City this year? I'm not going to make it in. Our, our materials are on the way, so we oh, okay. have the, uh, the bag stuffer, so that, that should be there. I was going to say um, you you can you can talk to Jason Howard and see if that's how he intended it to be. Jason will be there. Ah, yeah, see that would be great. See that now I did. Uh, <laughs> I did get to to show um, The Walking Dead. Of course, I've shown The Walking Dead and all that stuff. Uh, Kirk, I think, has an iPhone, so he's seen all of that. But, yeah, there's a real joy to showing the artists, the creators, how it's working on the screen because uh, there hasn't been one that hasn't been really impressed with, you know, how we've uh, kept the fidelity of the experience as close as you can. I mean, you just can't reproduce paper on a on a, a screen that size, and, and you do have to compromise sometimes on, the, on how you um, – pan across a really long panel just to make sure it's readable. But our, our, our real key to making the app work is not changing the page. So we don't actually use, get into Photoshop and make any adjustments to the page. Now, sometimes that means we make an odd compromise uh, because there are a lot of panels overlapping. But we always keep in mind, like one of our rules on, on putting this together is it's a comic book. Don't forget that it was made on paper, and it's okay for it to look like it wasn't exactly made for the device. Don't ignore the fact that there's a background uh, encroaching and because somebody drew a diagonal line. That's okay. Are, are um, you so are you the, are you looking forward to the time? Probably kind of starting at about now that uh, that artists are very conscious of this format and start formatting their comics. I look at something like Freak Angels with you know Warren Ellis at. Uh, uh, what yeah. he's what he's doing that hey this is this is something that needs to be from the from the word go kind of designed for uh, for a, mo a mobile app where you know and, and we were talking about it earlier Sal was talking about some of the stuff that he does with Atomica and you see stuff that like JH Williams is doing with with Detective Comics Detective Comics is never going to work on this app like it's going to work 
as the comic book because of the the imp- the sheer impact of those double page spreads. But um, yeah. do do you see that that different different comic book creators are going to say, hey, this needs to work on a on a mobile app, and and that's going to be a very important part of our market. Yeah, I think that a really great example of this is Atomic Robo. Um, so I talked to Paul Enns, who's uh, the publisher over at Red 5, and Atomic Robo has really gained popularity and sold tons of trade paperbacks after being introduced onto the iPhone. We actually do really uh, – we, we do some brisk sales on Atomic Robo as well. And he mentioned uh, – I guess it was at San Diego that this newest volume of Atomic Robo is almost all wide panel. There's almost no tall yeah. panel in it. So. So whether that's conscious or not, uh, uh, Scott Whiteman is, is moving towards a, a widescreen uh, look. But on top of that, yeah, I think that, that you know, there are a lot of people that are very passionate about the idea that comic books have to be created for the device, so that it actually deserves some storytelling made for it. And uh, with that in mind, we actually have several people making comics for the app. And in, in fact, we've actually um, commissioned a work as well for the app. So you will see things that are actually created for the app, what's nice about the way our app works with this pan, panning uh, and zooming is that they can uh, keep in mind the ratio of the screen while keeping in mind print for mm-hmm. putting that into you know trade paperback or into issues at a later date. So you can build popularity digitally, and we've seen this in web comics, right? So something like Akewood that did so well in trade paperback had this huge audience on the web. Uh, and had established itself in popularity. So, yeah, I think you're going to see people – I know you are because, like I said, I think we're going to have four – by the time the end of the year hits, we'll have four original pieces made for our platform. Nice. Well, I'm I'm going to put you and Sal kind of under the gun here, um, and, and I hope you guys are okay with this. Um, Sal, Sal is the creator of an independent – you know, create her own book called Atomica, and you are the uh, the the owner and proprietor of an online uh, delivery system for for digital comics. And you you are approaching Sal, but to you're say, both unicorns. But but you're yes, you are both unicorns. <laughs> uh, you want you want to sell Sal on on bringing Atomica to comics, and this is all hypothetical. So you walk up to to Sal and say, "Hey, I, we're interested in bringing Atomica to to comics. How would this conversation go?" And 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 basically, David, you in a hypothetical situation, try and sell this creator on 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 bringing his creator own book over to your system of digital okay. delivery. Okay. Well, first of all, I, I'd show him the app. That's the biggest thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'd like him to see how it works. How you, we actually have a, a category that's dedicated that's called creator owned. Uh, so either for very small publishers or for true creator owned works, we actually have a category for that. I'd show him how uh, you can search by genre and find things that, that are interesting to you. And I think, you know, uh, we all know there's a distribution issue and, and a visibility issue for a lot of the independent comics. You know, the question is, how do you get in front of enough people to get the orders high enough to get Diamond to carry you to get into the stores? Um, and my goal would be to show, first of all, that that by showing the app that we really do a good job and try to respect as much as the device can how the uh, the artist, the creators intended it to, to flow. Um, the timing and and the issue and you know because we really respect how if there are text bubbles on the far left and then on the far right there's actually a timing issue if they're both in the middle from you know from people talking from the left and the right we do that as a single panel so there is a timing um, thing that works for the app 
And uh, and then I, you know, we talk about the business part of it, which uh, which I'm probably not going to you know do publicly. But um, well, no, well, no. My only question is because see, coming from an indie uh, an indie perspective is you get a lot of of approaches from people that want to contact. And from my experience of an indie guy is that especially working with a lot of foreign publishers and a lot of I mean, since the app guy, I mean, you know, from being in the business, there's got to be fifty you know, online apps for comic books. I went yep. with a guy a year ago, two years ago, and I still haven't seen a dime from any of these guys, much less heard from them. And now my only question to you is, I mean, is this is this a device that, because I agree with you, I mean, I agree with you 100%. Chris and I were talking about this before the show, that now as a, as a comic guy, forget about an indie guy, but just as a comic guy, you have to get, you have to use every, you know, facet you can to try to get the word out and to get people to see your book and to get just the word of mouth going and to get exposure in every way you can. But from my experience is once you hand over the files, it's like good luck trying to, you know, keep in touch. It's like the honeymoon is almost over with a lot of companies once they get your files. You know, you just kind of kind of you're you're in, you're swinging in the breeze then all of a sudden. So yeah, well, yeah, and you know, then I'd encourage you to to find some people that you know uh, that are working with us and and uh, find out. How oh no, no, I'm not. Me. I mean, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that about you. I'm just saying that my no, question, my question to you is: Are you, when you're approaching creators, are you are you selling your your site and your service as a service that's going to make money for these guys, or a way to kind of get the word out and get their, you know, their book into let's, you know, come on, let's face it. These, these iPhone apps have just gone through the roof now and to get the, yeah. the next generation of kids, which are the guys that, you know, sit on the phone or their phone is like a integral part of their life now to be able to see your book. Are you presenting this as a, as a marketing tool for their book or as a way to also, you know, like increase sales for like where you're actually going to cut them a check? Well, we're definitely cutting checks. Uh, it's very early in the process. We're, you know, only maybe not even quite eight weeks old. Um, and, and, uh, but yeah, people are going to make money. There's no doubt about it. Now, um, there's also the visibility aspect of it. So we, this week we actually ran, um, uh, the darkness pit number one, uh, for top cow. Um, as a way for them to help them get exposure to to um, stimulate sales of the second book because they decided not to do a reprint of the first book. But they'd like to have, you know, more sales. And part of that is just simply getting the word out. Now, Top Cow and Comixology don't have a relationship where we're selling their books on our app. But we're more than happy to help them get the word out because I think it's good for the app. I, I, you know, it's free content, obviously. It's great content. And, you know, our, again, because I'm going to use the word ecosystem again, because we do, because <laughs> uh, we, we do actually come from a place of supporting the smaller publishers and indie publishers because they're the ones that wanted to talk to us when we were small. They're still the ones the guys that are on our podcast. Uh, we rarely get the big guns from Marvel and DC on the podcast. And, and I think we're respected in that way. Um, so it's both the, the people that are doing the best on our app, the publishers that are doing the best on our app are a, the biggest brands. So people like uh, Robert Kirkman mm -hmm. and B the ones that are talking about it and, and doing using all the other uh, available opportunities to them, whether that's social networking and Twitter and, any, anywhere else you're talking about to reach their audience and say, this is now available to you on the iPhone. But I got to tell you, you know, a, a lot of our sales are also um, worldwide. So we, this is a worldwide platform.
Um, it's 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 just surprising actually just how much how big a percent that is, um, mostly English speaking, but but quite a bit not actually. Do you and, and do you guys have like a um, you know like a screening process or how do you you know decide who you're going to pick? Yeah, well, you know, as we pick? get as we get bigger and and more publishers want to work with us, yeah, we have to we have to look at uh, you know what what the best bets are and and you know we do have a basic screening process which is. Are you published? Uh, Are you, you good? Have a, do, you have, <laughs> do you have a Do you have a reputation for getting stuff out on time? I mean, are we going to end up with one comic book, in other words, and, right. and no series? Um, and then, uh, and then, you know, because we don't charge anything for publishers or creators to get onto the app, we do all that work uh, with no extra revenue share for us or anything like that. We don't charge anybody a dime uh, to get their stuff authored. Um, we have to, you know, prioritize, and and as this gets crowded, I think it's it's going to be a little bit harder. We're working very hard on a solution to make it very easy for anyone to do it, uh, and we're working hard to do that now because we're already, um, you know, having to make some decisions on on you know what gets priority simply because, you know, we just announced Devils Do this week. Uh, that's going to be an amazing publisher to work with. And, and when you know when there are properties like Jericho, which season three, which was a, a, a TV show that had a lot of passionate fans, um, that means that the audience opens up. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, and it's, a, I mean, and it's, yeah. it's just like anybody that who's into comics or of this mm -hmm. this generation, or even you know an old geezer like myself, who t who thinks that this isn't like a necessary thing for what you're doing in comics today is crazy because. The way there's phone apps and the way the whole, again, this multi-generational approach of you're trying to get your book and you're trying to get as much exposure as you can for your title is vital. And you got to use every way now. I mean, the Internet's just used to be like, oh, it was a little novelty. But now it's like, forget it. Without the Internet or without phone apps, that's just I don't think, you, you know, you stand a chance anymore. Do, do you kind of feel like a 49er? You know, is this the, is this the gold rush and you're, you're trying to get out west as fast as you can? Uh, well, you know, we want to do a really good job. So there is, there is some deliberate movement. I mean, we've been working on, we worked on this app for quite a while before we released it. Um, the reason we were able to come out with more publisher agreements than anybody. And the reason that we have more comics available than any other, uh, company doing this on the iPhone is because we took the time to do it right. And yeah. that's going to be our approach going forward. That's going to be our approach as, as, as we go into new plans and announce new, uh, partners um, because what we saw, it was great. It's great to see somebody else make the first move. Uh, although that's probably, it, 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 that doesn't sound right to most business people. You know, the first mover advantage is supposed to be the best. No, in this, it's not it, it, early adapter. Yes. First mover. You want to see what mistakes they make. It, well, right, and you want to yeah. examine, like, how did they do this, and do we think we could do a better job? Yeah. Uh, and the idea of having a single app, for instance, for all your comics was one thing we wanted to do, and we thought we could do a better viewing experience um, than what was out there. And that's not to say that there aren't going to be others that, that do well um, and, or that there is something wrong with the way the other guys do it. A lot of people uh, like it. But um, we just felt like if we took the time to to do it the way we envisioned it, we'd be able to come out with something really good. But yeah, I mean, it's really been ridiculous in San Diego how much uh, has happened and and how 
how quickly uh, everything's getting added onto the iPhone, and and in that way, it's very exciting. I mean, the explosion, you know, the 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 idea of uh, you know digital comics is about to happen is over. Yeah, digital comic books are here, and uh, the the next step in this is is you know making it available to as many people as possible. Well, well you so guys, digital, it, you know, it, yeah, it, it was definitely a feeling of you know that they're arriving and people are very much ready for it to happen, and and you guys seem to have the infrastructure. Uh, in, in place. You have a great website. You already had uh, a very, very good iPhone app in, in in the Comixology app. And then this seemed like it was a very natural extension to say, okay, we have the website, we have this app, and now we have this app, which wraps everything together. And so um, it, it just seemed, it just seemed very, very well planned and very well executed. So, you know, I was, I was really happy to see you guys, you know, as, as much as I, I was poking fun at you whenever you do a comic book search that comics comes up at the, at the top <laughs> of the list and not our, our, our podcast, you bastard. But, uh, no, I was, I was, I was very, I was very nice happy. Language. Nice language. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you. It's a kid's kid show. I nice was, uh, I was very happy to see that you guys were, were getting some instant popularity for the, for the app and some instant success because I think you guys have have done a very good job of of laying things out and making sure like you said that you were going to do it right before you did it first and uh, and that's very it's very refreshing to see out there so uh, I tell you what David okay. we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here with you but uh, I definitely wanted to get people to uh, to be aware of uh, of not just the the comics app but the comicsology app which I use uh, every week on my iPhone makes Make sure that uh, that I don't uh, miss stuff like like chew uh, whenever I come here oh, man, and yeah. and then uh, you know it's, it's, it's speaking of chew and we talked about it before we got you on is that you know digital never runs out of paper so they talk about you know having four and five sellouts of that and different reprints of it well man if you can download that and and, and have it as a as a comic on your mobile device or on your on your home computer well you know there's there's never a sellout on that stuff and I think that alone is going to be very very uh appealing to to comic book creators and companies as we uh, as we move forward with this yeah are you going to be able to come up with something that tells us when the first printing you'll be yes. able to sell for fifty dollars on ebay <laughs> <laughs> there's no the, well you never know i mean you know there are a lot of a lot of the, the way that we built this all up there are a lot of opportunities to move in in a lot of different directions and you know, we have a lot of great retailers that are connected to us, and there's no reason that that can't become, you know, a way for them to uh, to to sell to a great many people outside of their, you know, immediate store. Now, I got a question. I pulled it up on my phone, and there's three of them on there, Comixology. Which one is the one now? I see yeah, it, yeah. I see so, it. yeah, this can be confusing. Confusing. Uh, for print comics, uh, you're going to want Comixology itself. Okay. Comixology Light. Light. Comixology Light is a free version. It doesn't okay. let you put... Uh, save your pull list, but it does let you look at what's coming out this week. Okay. And then comics, the one that's just called comics, uh, is the digital comics. Okay. Does the the, the comicsology the top one? Does it have them all, or is it just one or the other? Like, no, it's one or the other because we don't see that this is exactly now the comicsology and the comics audience cross over, but there are a lot more people for the comics, digital comics audience that aren't going to be into, you know, tracking down the latest print issue at the retailer. Although because we have a retailer finder and we give an opportunity to buy the comic in print out of the mm -hmm. digital comics app, you know, obviously we think there's a benefit um, to, to print. 
can you can you do me a favor or keep something in mind whenever you uh, on the on the poll list for for comicsology? Yeah, Here, here's can you list the writer and artist on that on the on the on the, on the page with the poll list? Do you mean on the site? Yeah, uh, on, on the site or the app. It's just a little suggestion for me. Is that is that yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it, it, that's mm-hmm. actually been a suggestion uh, multiple times, and it's it's something we're actually looking at rearchitecting the whole site because uh-huh. we think uh, we've we, we've gone in a lot of directions, and it needs to be a little bit cleaner. Yep. But yeah, that's a big big request. Um, I think in the app, the list of comics does show the artists. Okay. But it, on the site, the lists don't. You're totally right. And, uh, and you know, we've been working on ways to do smart pull lists, too, so you can do pull lists by creator. Or, oh, that's great. That's uh, great. That type of thing. Or you, story you, you, you have it, yeah. but you have to drill down for it um, a, a couple you do. You a couple screens. Do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a problem. Yeah. Absolutely. And, well, no, and, yeah, uh, but but it's you know it's it's not a bad problem. Jesus Christ, it's, Chris, get off I'm the sorry, You know, it's I you. <laughs> I'm telling you, that I'm a user. I'm I'm giving you user information yeah, here. Yeah. I, I I use it every every freaking week, and uh, and that's just one thing. I you know, it's like um, well, listen. I mean, it, mm-hmm. we we answer every single email that we get. I know. I know. I, I send I send you emails. So you always we take respond the suggestions me? very very seriously. Uh, well, and. It, and the, here, the users are the ones who know how it should work. Here, here's a perfect example: is, is that I rely on Tom to let me know when Batman Superman is good because of the creator teams, and uh, Raphael Albuquerque is now one of my favorite artists. And if I see whenever I whenever I see Batman Superman listed and Raphael Albuquerque is listed as the artist on it, I know I'm going to pull that right away. And and so yeah. that's uh, that that's one of the things that uh, that I would love about the about the app if you guys make that adjustment. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great suggestion. All right. Well, David, thank you so much for spending some time with us. I, I definitely want to tell people that uh, to check out the, the website, Comixology, and that's spelled with an X, Comixology. Go to the iTunes Music Store and check out the Comixology. You can try out the Light application, which is free. How much is the, the full-function Comixology app? Uh, it's $1.99. Ah, well worth it. Well worth it, especially if you go to the you comic actually, shop you every week. Try some, uh, you can try some digital comic books for free as well. We have single mm-hmm. apps of The Walking Dead, a great comic called Zigzag from Madhouse Books. Um, there's another one, too, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But those are free, you know, just so you can see the reading experience and decide whether or not digital comics are the direction you want to go in. I, I tried uh, Gorillas, which I've been waiting yeah. to buy and trade, and what a great comic! And and it was it was awesome to try it out. I think that was one of the best ones that I saw in the way that you guys present the comics on screen. It just it fantastic. It really enhanced the storytelling experience. So I really enjoyed Gorillas on the iPhone. Yeah, we actually learned a lot about authoring how to how to do that on Gorillas um, because there's a lot of different changes in color. It's black, it's black and white, but when we do black masking, when there's black background, and mm-hmm. and Brum Revel is just a fantastic uh, cartoonist and writer, oh, and that's a great okay. book. I'm so glad you discovered it because he's one of the guys that's had trouble getting enough visibility for his books, and that's just a shame. It, it's well, it, it, I think it's a perfect example of what you guys can offer because I heard great reviews on that book. And I was like, you know what? That is something I'm going to want in trade. It's not that I didn't want to support it. It's that I wanted to support it in trade. But I'll get the, the digital versions of it for a buck, and then I'll buy it in trade when it comes out. So it's not that I don't want to support it. It's that I do want to support it in trade. And But to spend a, yeah. a buck for a single issue, yeah, I can do that. You know, it's a, you know, anybody can spend a buck. 
you know that's a, well, and that's a pretty big book. That's like sixty pages each time. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, that's good value. All right. Yeah. Well, David, thank you so much, and thank you once again for helping to uh, support us with the Windy City Comic Con and making great apps and a great website. And uh, please don't be a stranger. You know, you've uh, you've got a, a spot here on the show anytime that you want to talk about what's going on with comics or comicsology or anything else that you guys got coming out. Great. Thanks, guys. You guys have a good weekend next weekend. Uh, all the best on, on a great show. Just, 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 just hope I can make it through it. In one piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, David. Thanks. All right, guys, thanks All again. Right, take it easy. All right, bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank uh, David at Comicsology and Comics for talking with us. And uh, yeah, I thought it was good to uh, ask some hard questions because we can we can be lovey dovey about everything. Little, he seemed a little uneasy <laughs> when I asked him. He was sweating. No, he just like like it was. I felt like the guy had sixty minutes. I well, yeah, we want a little Mike Wallace on him, but you know David's no, a good guy, I mean, and, I, and, and I think that they're putting out a good product there. But it does raise some very interesting questions of of you know he has to sell this not just to consumers. Indie books. He has to sell. He has to sell yes. this to creators. You got to. I mean, I'm sorry, as an indie creator, you really got to be careful because sure there's a do. lot of guys. Once you you. You put your your sweat into it. There's really no one that's going to defend it and and you know take care of it as much as you are. Even, well, it's like, it's like even an, if you go to like, Image, even well, if you go to any, it's like pub, an independent you know, band. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, oh, I think we hear a hit. Oh, yeah. by the way, here's I your. Mean, I you started know. when I started Atomic. I started with Speakeasy and. You know, you 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 assume these guys are on the same page. Yeah. But it's like anything else. You well, gotta go you're with your you're a speakeasy survivor, oh, aren't you? No, I left right away. I was the first guy off the boat. Man. Yeah. I said I'm out of here. Okay. Guys... We we talked to we talked to Steve Bryant, who does Athena Voltaire, and then yeah. with Josh Falcoff. Yeah. Did, okay. Uh, Elks Run I got out and... in a hurry, man. I, yeah. These guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, that's, business is business. That, that's, they just that, don't know what they were the, doing. That's the history of comics, though, yeah. man. It's, well, you know, you got to be careful wherever you go. I don't care if it's. I mean, the, the rules don't change if you go to Marvel or DC or Image. It's you really got to, you know, always kind of be diligent, especially about your work. You have to really defend it and be careful. Yeah, you know, it's it's going to be interesting with it, and, and I think that I think that they're doing a, a nice job with the mobile apps. But you know, we kind of you know, I, I give the uh, the whole you know nineteen or eighteen forty niners reference there. It really is the gold rush, yeah. and and you know the thing to say about the gold rush, you know that that, that doesn't get you know a lot of a lot of people went out there and they just dug a lot of dirt. Yeah, no, you I know, mean, I mean people much, forget <laughs> and people yeah. forget the online comics thing is far from new. I mean. Nobody had a better app or a better approach or production values than CrossJet did mm-hmm. with their online comics. I mean, they had – he hired a whole staff of, like, guys that were doing state-of-the-art stuff at the time to do online comics because they thought that was the future, and it went nowhere. It just yeah. went nowhere. It's kind of funny. You know who owns CrossGen? It's Disney. Yeah. Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I don't. I don't. I don't expect. I don't think Disney right now is combing over any of those characters. It could be interesting, though. I don't. I wouldn't hold my breath. It could. With cross you, you never. You never. Unless know. he was you such a know. colossal piece of shit. Well, not, not, I just think not, that, not Disney. You know. Not Disney. But Marvel. Does Marvel have an opportunity to bring back uh, some I, of the cross I don't know. Characters? I just think that you know. That I think unless he he when he left, he owed everybody money, mm-hmm. and he screwed over so many good artists and good people. And, oh. I mean, down to 
to the littlest things of not returning people's artwork. Yeah. I know so many artists that he kept the entire catalog of all he, their art. And, and I don't know the particulars of it, but you know a guy like Mike Perkins, yeah. who, who's a fantastic artist, and, yeah. and I love his stuff on on the stand now. But but Perkins got his kind of mainstream start at Crossgen. Yeah, and, no, a and, lot of good yeah. guys did. Oh yeah, there's a lot of good artists. Were, I mean, uh, Epting, Steve Epting was over there. Sure. Yeah. Bart Sears was over there. Claudio <laughs> Castellini was supposed to be. There. It wasn't for lack of talent. No, no, it was with, just with that line. Yeah, of comics. it's just it's anything when you're trying to put on an independent comic or start an independent company, it's like come on, you know, yeah. it's like starting a fast food chain. Mm -hmm. I mean, look Being, what you're up against. Yeah. Independent you know. filmmaker. Oh, you know? exactly, you're up yeah. against a lot of brand loyalty. Sure. So it's sure. tough. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's wrap this one up. We're gonna we're gonna come back next week with a, a kind of a, a pre post. Windy City Comic Con because the the convention will have come and gone, but oh, Sa but Sal God. will be back with us, and we've got a few uh, other people here in the in the store. We'll that make up stories. Um, so um, talk shit about people. So if you if you are going to be in the Chicago area, what do you think about Boba Fett? I I'm not a big Boba Fett guy. <laughs> uh, no. Little Boba Fett. No, I I was a Nova guy from Planet of the Apes. I always wanted to give it to Nova from behind. <laughs> You don't remember Nova? No, I'm imagining the, the Charlton Heston one. I'm you're you're young. I was thinking remember. it was one of the apes. No, no, Nova was was primo masturbation material when it was at the Uptown Theater. I mean, only from behind though, because she had the loincloth. So I'm it's sorry. true. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm just no, I, I, no, no. I'm just, I'm just glad that I'm just glad that Nova was a woman. I'm thinking well, about Nova it. Nova was a woman. No, yeah, no, Nova was Nova. I'm was going a, to Nova call was you extremely doable. I'm going to call you Nova. Nova was very hot. Yeah, not the not the comic you think that you know. So if you want to meet this gentleman right here, you can come to the Windy City Comic yes. Con this weekend. Yes. It is going to be at the Center on Halstead, which is just uh, one block east of Wrigley Field in uh, in Wrigleyville, which is uh, one of the uh, the great neighborhoods here in yeah. the uh, the great city of Chicago. For all of the details, including a full guest list, you can go to windycitycomiccon.com dot com yeah. and uh, and hopefully uh, hopefully we'll come back with you with. Uh, Great reports of how the show went yes. and good it's, time. I think that's the only we're the only building in a neighborhood where there's no glory hole too. So oh, there's glory cool. holes there. Are there glory oh, holes? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. 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 You just they they didn't have them installed yet. All right. Well, I'm yeah. just I'm just curious. You know. No, no. If you you no. draw the Captain America Listen. face around the glory hole, is that what it is? Just for, <laughs> it could be. It's the only difference between the, it, uh, it's the, fun. The, it's it's the gay funny. bar and the comic one because okay. uh, I, Center on Halstead they they brace themselves for this convention every year now, and it is uh, oh. it is a, uh, a definitely uh, a meeting of the minds yeah. for for one. They got a one, killer grocery store on the main floor. Yeah. Too. is that a Treasure Island or what is it? It's a Whole Foods. Foods. But, fantastic. But Seventy five dollars for a sandwich, but it's fantastic. Hey, dude. Okay. By the way, it's terrific. Yeah. Now, I'll, okay. Here's an announcement for all the creators that are going to be at uh, in Windy City. You, sir, you, and all the other creators are going to have your lunch taken care of wow. by Polo Cafe, who is going to have a steam uh, steam cart there uh, doing, doing top-of-the-line Chicago hot dogs. We're talking steamed poppy seed buns, wow. top-of-the-line hot dogs, all the fixing. Good. Uh, make your own Sunday bar. Nothing like a good bow wow. So you've wow. got yeah. So so you will you will have your lunch taken care of. What about me? Is my lunch taken care? Your of? Your lunch is taken yes. care of. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You, not not the photographers no. like Jen Centrelli. Bring your own yeah. food. So no, we, we, we filthy are, photographer. We are we are going to have food up there on the third floor. So we'll have a food vendor. But you can go down to Whole Foods and buy your buy your twelve dollar. No, no. Chicken I'm just saying. I saw want. it down there and I thought it was nice because most cons you go to when you're you know you got to eat trail. 
trail mix. Good hot dogs, man. Good hot dogs. Okay. Root beer floats. It's going to be awesome. Okay. It's like a tr- travel back in time. Yeah. Can yeah. I get a malt? That's good. I got two oh, pairs of pants that fit me. So the root beer float <laughs> yeah, is good. Yeah, help you out. Yeah. So Saturday, September 19th, that's this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go to WindyCityComicCon.com, and that's hopefully the last time you're going to hear that web address for and you, several you know, months like, you know, You're I'm just going to start promoting the next one two I'm, weeks I'm after. Little, I'm a little bit offended. You guys got yeah. you got guests. You got special guests, and then you got me on there just with the Stragalui section of the website. Other you, people, you are the number. Just, just jagoffs. Miscellaneous. Like, see, also these assholes will be there. You're you the, no, you're the number one there. guest, though. You're the first guest. Well, that's only because of Abinanti, my last name. <laughs> I have no fucking delusions about that. Listen, it's yeah, a yeah, happy da- coincidence. Gene Hahn, all those happy <laughs> David assholes. David Arzma is there. Right. He's above you. Okay. Right. Just don't put me below Hillary Barta. You know, that, that, that cranky son of a bitch. I'm going to put you next to Hillary no, Barta. Well, you won't see him again because Hillary and I, we get along like, you know, is Hillary- fucking bow constrictor and mongoose, me and that skinny bastard. Hillary is a fucking king of a man, and you know it. He's and a, you know it. He's a you colossal pain in the ass. Absolutely. He, he's always red ass, no matter. He's always got his ass rubbed the wrong way, that guy. I got into a. Pissed sh- about something, no matter what. I got into an argument with him about Watchmen the other he's day. He's just a, he's just like a giant fucking hemorrhoid, that guy. He's always <laughs> pissed and just always uptight. He's like the last fucking condom in the whorehouse, that son of a bitch. <laughs> And just don't put me next to him. Put, that, him in, him put that in his bio. I'll throw him out a fucking window, that guy. <laughs> I'm trying I can't to think stand who, who, him. You're, uh, you're next to Jeff Darrow and Chris Burnham, I oh, think. Oh, that's a happy bunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going uh, to be loving it. Yeah. You're going to be loving it. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, I do have... Um, that's, a, um, that's a fucking train wreck right there. So, so you know all about Windy City Comic Con. And uh, I, I do want to take a minute here because it, um, uh, it was mentioned on Twitter and, and we've talked about it uh, amongst ourselves a little bit. But... Um, um, for those out there wondering, Brian Salazar, um, uh, the the kind of founder uh, of the show, was missing. Me. He is missing. No, um, <laughs> don't know where he is. For those for those that haven't heard through through Twitter or or message boards or whatever, but um, but my good friend um, Brian Salazar, I'm making this sound sadder. I know, like something is, bad is, happened no, to him. No. He's free. He He's quit. fine. He's fine. Sal, he's good. He Sal, doesn't have to come back here anymore. Sal has, oh. Sal has decided that, that he's going to step away from the show. Uh, we are still He'll co- be back. We're, we're co-promoters of Windy City, and that will continue for as long as the show does. But uh, uh, Sal has decided that he's going to step away from around comics, and uh, I think he he kind of said what he wanted to say. He was uh, he was kind of that just, was it. That was it. He didn't really have anything else to say about comics. He wanted to spend some time with his family, and that's the you know that's the end all be all. If if you what say you, I, I it just wasn't needed... like he was touring with Aerosmith. Why did he need? Well, to I think understand. he wants to tour with Aerosmith. Oh, okay. So, right. A lot of horrors when you tour with Aerosmith. Ah, you, you know, know that's the draw. We but, can talk yeah. shit about him now because we, he has no avenue of which wow. to defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, in all seriousness, I want to uh, send out a heartfelt thank you to Sal because around comics would not have ever happened without him. He was uh, he was one hundred percent my partner in the show from the very beginning, and and his. Uh, his dedication to this show made it possible. Um, I can be the voice sometimes, but he was without a doubt the uh, the backbone of the show. Are from- you guys still together? Or yeah. is this also yeah. a dissolving of your relationship? Was there a Yoko involved in this? Was there something that just kind of yeah. was the wedge? Wait, I get it. He All bought right. Beatles Rock Band, yeah. and he doesn't have time for us anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> something like that. Uh, something yeah, like Sal that. is a good guy. Thank no, you. He, he's, Sal he's, is a good guy. He is, and I don't want to get yes. weepy about it, but he's a wonderful person, and he's been an amazing, uh, amazing person to know through uh, the show, and I'm glad that I still work with him. And we are still on great terms, so don't worry about that. Thank it, you, Sal. It, it wasn't a division of personality. It's just he's he's kind of burnt out, ready to spend more time. Oh, God, look who you said his name, and he walked in. Listen, Sal. Sal is in a better place. Sal's in a better place. at home. Not here. (laughs) He's not here. I wish I I wish I was at home. So uh, so Sal is he going to come on once in a while or? Oh, he will. He he knows that he always has an open chair here, and it's I think well if we have space for him. If we have space. If if you're not here and Hillary's not sitting in with us, so. But he no Sal knows he always has an open spot and uh, it is not uh, it's not a creative difference thing it's it's nothing like that he's just ready to spend some more time with his family uh, and, and big family where's he going. Uh, 20, 25 kids. 20, 25. Well, I mean, with his wife or or spread out. Um, that we that he wants to talk about or admit to. Oh, two. Two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's two that he wants all to right. talk about. So. It's none of my business. I'm just asking. <laughs> so, Sal, buddy, thank you so much for all the hard work, and uh, you know that you always have a spot here. So um, if you want to come out to uh, Windy City Con and, and tell Sal how much uh, the last four years on Around Comics have, have meant to you, you can uh, you can certainly do so. He will be out there. But let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, you can uh, you can leave us a voicemail, which uh, we're going to try and catch up with those in we'll a little never, while. We'll never, ever catch up. We'll never catch up. And that number is... 1-888-977-5903 you can email the show at info at aroundcomics.com you can check out Tom on uh, Tom versus the Flash so about three times a week now that you're married or is that going to go down to one uh, three. probably down to none three you're married three so you're yeah. back on three all I'll right start on i'm starting again this weekend as you run us through the history yeah. of the dcu one issue she at can't a time. tell me what to do i'll just wait till she falls asleep <laughs> okay oh you, fi- yeah. you figured I'll, reco- that. I'll do the david price i'll record it very quietly nyquil <laughs> just give me some nyquil i'm just gonna record this show very quietly this is tom versus the flash yeah. issue 103 oh yeah. shit i heard the refrigerator i gotta go shit, everyone shh uh, Okay, I think she went back. You gotta, are you gonna, are you gonna put like the, you gonna put the pieces at a broken light bulb on the floor? Around yeah, it's gonna be here. She's coming. Yeah. Why is it this big? Uh, the string with a chain of keys on it. No reason. Right. What right. are you doing in the dark with your computer? Yeah. Masturbating. <laughs> That's right. Be, I'm getting less, getting yeah. less trouble for that. Wait, <laughs> yeah, whenever you tell your wife that you're looking at porn because you don't I'm want really to know that you're doing comic book shit. <laughs> it's less I embarrassing. Keep, I, keep a, I keep like a rear view mirror on my screen. <laughs> when she comes in the fucking door, I don't have to turn around and I can see. You sit in the corner, so you're just like face yeah. up. <laughs> no one can sneak up on me. And I keep a double. It's like a fucking gangster in a restaurant, so no one yeah. can sneak up and... <laughs> Oh, you keep the dummy window open of like a comic side. Oh, I was checking out what's going on. Yeah. Oh. And I got cornholing hustles. So you could uh, you can also hear more of me if uh, if you want to uh, if you want to do so if you're a masochist on uh, eleven o'clock comics that comes out every week Thursday or Friday with uh, David Price and Vince B and Jason Wood and Wood is going to be at at, uh, at Windy City next week so come by and uh, say hi to him. Uh, want to thank uh, all of our sponsors uh, InStockTrades.com and Netflix and uh, of course the wonderful Mark Beatty here at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles everyone have a fantastic rest of your week and weekend please come out to the Windy City Show and uh, and show your support for comics here in the Chicago Wind area if you are around we'll be back again next week with another full length episode in the meantime 
in between time. We'll be everywhere in and around comics. Goodbye, Sal. Goodbye, Sal. Enjoy the rest of your life. (laughs) I hope you get better. I hope the rash goes away. (laughs) (laughs) The rash. The rash. The around comics. expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2009. Officer, those cuffs are tight. I swam in. Right.